You are listening to the, which podcast is this again, Rebecca? The St. Louis Red Army. The St. Louis Red Army Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome to the St. Louis Red Army Podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, I, I, the urge, man. I, I just like that PK. I like that a lot. I'm, I'm still, I'm still buzzing from the show this weekend. Oh my god, it was so much fun. Steve Ewing, I know you're a soccer fan. Oh, oh <laughs> it was fun, fun stuff, man. <laughs> fun stuff. Hey, uh, and then we got Ryan Cass out with us as well. Ryan, man, looks like a. I saw your your, uh, your daughter going off to Catholic school. Everybody's got the pleated skirts, baby. Time oh, to go. Man. Eighth grade, man. Eighth grade. Where's the time gone, fellas? Where's the time gone? I tell you, man. I, uh, boys, I tell you, what, what the time? The time. It's already uh, already been a couple of days since we were at the Amsterdam, and we're going to talk about that today. Still buzzing. About, Still oh, buzzing. Oh man, that was oh. such a fun time. We're going to talk about that. Talk about all things United. Uh, we're going to throw in some other stuff. Ted Lasso Christmas special. Let's no. start with that. Let's start with that. I'm telling you, Ted Lasso, baby. I, oh man, if that didn't melt your heart, man. Uh, I don't know what well. Roy Kent, the dentist, baby. Isn't that right, PK? <laughs> no, I, here, here, here's the funny thing. So I woke up at about 5, 5.15 to go to Amsterdam, and I watched the Christmas episode of Ted Lasso. And then I just felt like Happy New Year because it was like the first game of the new season. <laughs> I kept telling, telling everyone Happy New Year. And, you, you know, when the season's back, I, I pulled up. I'm walking in. There's a gentleman walking in with me. He's got a Liverpool jersey on. He goes, Hey, 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 man! I like your Jeep. I go, thanks, man. He goes, your jersey looks like shite. I go, so does yours. <laughs> so we shook hands. I'm like, hey, man, happy New Year. I go, as soon as we walk through this door, we're not friends. He goes, oh yeah, I get it. And then you know, it just, it, it was it, it, such a great Saturday at the dam. Oh my God, so happy oh. EPL's back. Isn't awesome. that the truth? I tell you what, yeah. And and Ryan, uh, uh, the, uh, the the Christmas special, uh, the Christmas part where where they all got to Higgins's place and they're all hanging out there, and all the all the players come over with all the uh, uh, the, the players from around the world bringing their traditions and stuff. To me, that's really what soccer's all about, isn't it? Absolutely, and you make a great point there. Rhett. Um, had a couple of coworkers. We went out. Uh, that previous night had kind of a late night and they're all asking hey, why are you going home early so i gotta go watch manchester united what time's that start so well 6 30 they think you're all crazy but you, know, you read the banner there at old trafford mufc the religion you know, it's kind of what we live for um mm-hmm. when you go when you step in those doors and you turn on the boys you're around a lot of your best mates kind of the world goes away yeah i tell you you know guys we can uh, let's just go ahead and talk about the leads match we'll come back and talk about some other stuff uh, a little bit later on, guys. But, man, uh, if you have not had the opportunity to go to Amsterdam Tavern in St. Louis on Morgan Ford, it is one of – we say the Amsterdam uh, – uh, uh, we say Manchester United or Old Trafford is our heaven. Uh, Amsterdam Tavern is our home. And, uh, Ryan, it sure feel, felt that way when I walked in at 6.15 in the morning, just the smell of the place and having yes. a Bloody Mary and, and – uh, uh, and, and and the queen shows up with Sean. I mean, it, yeah. it's just it's what we're all about, isn't it? It's what we're about. And here's the thing: we haven't seen much of each other in the past year and a half. And you know, it's it's not fun watching matches like that. You know, kind of alone in your house. So when you get around everybody, like I said, that the smells, the the feel, of the place, chanting. It's it's hard to beat. Uh, PK. Uh, uh, and then we had probably you know we all took a vote at the end. Uh, Giggsy, the Wonder Dog. 
Uh, t- tell us about, about him, man, because I, I, I agree that he was the man of the match. So Brian Johnson brought his little puppy, Giggsy the Wonder Corgi. <laughs> truly, it, it, as much as we sang and drank and hugged each other, Giggsy had the most fun. <laughs> and oh, uh, th- there, there's a photo off our Twitter, and you can tell Giggsy was just like, this was the best day of my life. So, you know, Brian, thanks for bringing Giggsy the Wonder Corgi. Um, uh, Wonder Corgi. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said that in a sentence before until tonight, guys, I'll tell you. So, uh, hey, uh, I want to talk about the game itself just a little bit here because, well, there's so much to talk about. When you start off at 5-1, that's just a great way to start the season. And, Ryan, uh, I looked at the uh, Manchester Evening News, and they gave Bruno a 9. How can Bruno not get a 10? Huh? I mean, he bangs in three goals, looks great. I mean, What's it take to, to get a 10 there from the Manchester Evening News? God, I guess you got to, you know, same with Paul, though he did miss that first opportunity right there. But I guess it takes 100% completion passes, no giveaways, no anything. But, no, unbelievable. Bruno was uh, at his sparkling best. That's for certain. Oh, man, I thought so, too. Paul Pogba, Paul, uh, PK, with four assists, uh, seventh player in EPL history to do that. He only had three assists all last year. Uh, does Paul Pogba, let, let's just start off, was that the best performance you've seen uh, him in a Manchester United uniform? 100 effing percent. And that was the Paul Pogba that we bought again. You know, I'm sorry, brought back from loan from mm-hmm. Juventus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> one of our own. You know, it's, right. it's every time he goes on international duty, it is, you know, where's the Paul Pogba, Paul Pogba from France? And that was it. That was 100% it. But, you know, it was against Leeds. And Leeds plays a, a man-marking style where they say we're going to go 100% this way and that way. Um, he, he doesn't have that space to play long ball against teams that will pack in, which I think we, we're going to face this weekend. Mm-hmm. But this was his piece de la resistance for Manchester United. He opened the door and said, we're in for business. Here's my thing. He's done that on – less than a handful of games and his second tenure in United, he's got to do it for more. And, uh, and that, that, that was like the heartbreaking thing. Oh, he, this was the Paul, Paul, Paul Pogba we wanted, but he had four assists. He had three all of last year. And that was kind of, you know, the, uh, oh, oh, gosh darn it, part of the game uh, of a magnificent uh, game where the whole team played amazingly. I think so. So, you know, but uh, PK, uh, speaking his limited French there, the piece de resistance there. And uh, so, but Ryan, uh, so we, I got to bring it up here. Is Paul Pogba, is he going to sign a long-term deal with us? Or do you think it's the, the allure of PSG is just going to be too great for him? I mean, we, we're probably going to ask that question on the show almost every single week. And I'm going to mm-hmm. have the same answer. It's, it's kind of too early to tell, but, Guess what? Mbappe's contract's up next year. He'll be on a free. You know, is he staying there? You know, they got some other pieces that might not be staying there anymore. Like I said, I, I still wholeheartedly believe it's about Madrid, but I do like what Ole said about Paul Pogba. I told him to go be free. And that's kind of <laughs> what happens. Um, and it's also what happens when you've got a little bit of a supporting cast back there. And, hey, I got to admit it, Fred and Scott did play that role for him. Most definitely. Phenomenal. Phenomenal yeah. back there. Mm-hmm. PK, do you think uh, uh, Paul Pogba stays, or do you think do you, I, I can't see him leaving in January? Can you? If it depends, 
if if you know he's not coming back, you have to sell him and get something. You mm-hmm. know, whether it's one million, two million, three million. But if if he sees the team that he saw this past weekend, why would you want to go to PSG? Mm. Well, here's you know, the thing, guys. Here's the thing, man. We only started six. It could be said that we had six. Uh, we, we started six players who are reserves. We only started five true starters. I mean, think about when when we get those players back. The the, the Verons back, man. You know, when Sancho plays a full game, PK, that's going to be pretty special, don't you think? It is. It is. And, and you know, I, I've seen some chatter in the group, like, you know, we need to move these players. We truly are an injury or two away from, you know, being the seller again. But, mm-hmm. man, you know, it, you look at City, you look at depth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a, a Jordan Sancho with a Jesse Lingard sitting behind him, not a bad situation to be in right now. And we have a ton of games to play. We have a lot of soccer to play over the next nine months. So, you know, and City will never look at, you know, we've got we've got Grealish sitting behind De Bruyne. That's never a conversation. Like, we have guys sitting behind guys. You need that in this soccer. So, I, I have not been so excited for a United season in so long. Uh, and, boy, and I agree with you. And, Ryan uh, – you know it's a good day when you're re- wearing the red when Fred bangs on the goal uh, <laughs> and see, puts the game away, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, everybody who knows me knows I've given this guy a stick ever since he's joined the club. That was by far my favorite goal. The man made a run. Paul Pogba found him, and he bangs one home. And like I said, he put in the work at the game, um, 100%. And that's one of the things you're going to get from Fred is 100%. But He's he's got to play in a system. Ole's got to play him right. But yes, Fred the Red scores, and well, also he play he scored in the uh, the game behind the friendly with doors against yeah. Burnley. So look yeah. at this. Mm-hmm. And and I'll chime in on his goal. You know, this past weekend against Leeds, nine times out of ten, a player in that position where Pogba was will drag that ball to the corner. Mm-hmm. You're you're up you're, you're up a couple goals, three goals. And he just turns, no looks, put a ball on Fred or Fred's foot, and you know he's he gets a goal. That's a Paul Pogba we've been expecting since he came back on loan for Buventus. Boy, boys, was that weighted ball to Mason Greenwood one of the best passes you've seen in the Premier League? Uh, don't you think, PK? Perfection. Oh, I mean, just right on his foot. And by the way, Mason Greenwood, guys. Uh, I, I want to talk about that just for a second. And Ryan, you, you chime in on this one, please. Is Mason Greenwood, uh, what we always get frustrated about is when players get the ball in the 18-yard box and you just say, put it on the net. Put it, you know, if the goalie saves it, he saves it. And Mason Greenwood, he puts it on the net pretty consistently, doesn't he? You have to say right now, in respects to Cavani and his career, that he's our best finisher. I couldn't believe um, a year ago, year and a half ago, obviously we were just seeing him. I probably wouldn't say that, but right now I can't think of a better finisher of the ball than Mason Greenwood. Yes. Was that one of the, the better passes you've seen from Paul Pogba? Absolutely. But that's what he can do. Mason still had work to do. Boy, and, I can't, and I can't think of any other player receiving that pass besides maybe Cavani, maybe Bruno putting that away. Boy, PK, I, I think Cavani's uh, influence has certainly been great on Mason Greenwood. Would you agree with that? 
Oh, well, and that's the advantage of bringing in a player like that is go train alongside the young kid. Um, the the Greenwood pass from Pogba reminded me of when, um, you know, old Robin Van Persie had mm. that head ball. You know, it's just such a perfect ball and it was such a perfect finish. You know, mm-hmm. and if, if Greenwood doesn't finish that, we're not talking about Pogba's pass, which Greenwood, 19. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. the way the, – and, and the way he shuffled the deck in that game was Bruno doesn't have three goals if Greenwood doesn't open up space for him. Sure does. He drags people around, doesn't he? I, I and, love that. And, and yeah. the fact that he's a threat enough that you are dragging those center packs away because now they have to mark you. You're you're good enough. You finish that goal. You're good enough that they have to pay attention to you. And now you're dragging that center away where Pogba can set in a long ball or maybe, you know, you know, in a, a FA Cup game, Martial can sneak in. I you know, it's he he he's he I don't know. He studied soccer over the summer and he's a better player for it. And he makes the team a better player for it. And he's opened up spaces for those guys. Uh, wrapping up uh, the Leeds game, just a couple of things. Uh, Ryan, uh, do you still feel like that we're, we though are uh, the type of team that needs a wake up call? You know, we score a nice goal. Bruno uh, uh, scores a nice goal. Pogba misses a sitter, but it's, it's one nil. Then Leeds has a phenomenal goal. I mean, just a beautiful, beautiful goal. And then all of a sudden, it's bam, bam, bam. And Bruno has one of the best uh, uh, change of direction goals that I've seen in quite some time. Uh, People diving all over the place to put it in there. Do you think that's what it takes for United to get get the wake-up call with a goal and say, okay, time to play? That was most definitely the case last year, and we can't do that again. I mean, none of us are really talking about the first half. Eh, it was just kind of there. That that's just how we played. We really had you know nothing in it. Everybody was just getting their feel for it. But Brett, I I sure I sure hope not. It is in our DNA that we come back. But God, I don't know. We came back from losing positions like ten times last year. Yeah, but you, you don't get that lucky every single time. But uh, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. PK, last uh, last comment. I was going to talk about Jaden Sancho, but he really just didn't play that much. And uh, but I'm still excited that he's on the squad. I think he's going to bring a great dimension. But you know, one of the things about being a United supporter is understanding the history of the club. And February 6, 1958, is a significant date in Manchester United history. And uh, the Munich disaster is just etched in the mind of of Manchester United supporters. And for Leeds to once again. Uh, heckle our uh, uh, our supporters with uh, the Munich chant and 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 uh, you know showing the the airplane gestures and stuff. Man, that's just disrespectful to the nth degree. Don't you think so? I the way you asked the question, I have to address it first. Okay, one hundred percent. It's sports, guys. People lost their lives. It's not a joking matter. Mm-hmm. Stop. Stop. Do not do this. Um, so it's disgusting to me. Like I, life's a precious thing. The regardless of whatever, whatever team, I mean, the team from Columbia, I believe it was that, you know, the same situation, mm-hmm. no one's going to make fun of them. That, it, what the lead supporters did was disgusting. Yeah, Absolutely most, disgusting. 
Yeah. Uh, it's uncalled for in sports. I mean, life transcends sports. If that's where you're at, you need it. You know, you have other issues going on with your life. Most um, definitely. On a positive note, I would like to address the the Leeds goal, which was phenomenal. A smacker from a wing back. Mm-hmm. And all of us at the bar were like, here we go again. 1-1 early in the second half. And I would like to praise the the United response. <laughs> we said we said f off. <laughs> you know, like, you know it, it, we we responded well. We had some great goals. We won the game five to one after going to one one. Um, I, I think that should be more talked about than the 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 you know the lead scum response with the air. Yeah. That's just yeah, like, I, you know like it's just got it's disgusting. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Good deal. Well, boys, I tell you what, if you haven't been to the uh, Amsterdam Tavern, guys, make sure you come on out. Uh, Manchester United supporters, or St. Louis Red Army, we chant and sing. There was one guy from Chelsea that 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 sang a little bit, and uh, but by nobody else. Yeah, by himself. You know, <laughs> he apparently walked he, alone. Yeah, he he definitely did, and and then he tried to chant uh, "Who the f for Man United," and we just sang with him. And uh, because nobody else knew the champ besides us. So that's awesome. Uh, PK, Andres Pereira going to Flamingo back in uh, Brazil. Is that a good move for him? It's a guy that you constantly forget he's on the team. He needs minutes. Let him, let him go play. Uh, you know, down there, it's, it's, it's a rough and tough sport. I think the South American leagues are just as good as the – not just as good, but just as tough as the uh, EPL. So, yeah, I think it's a good spot for him. He, he, the kid needs to play, so let, let him play. All right, guys. So, uh, we, we talked about Diallo to, uh, to Palace, Brandon Williams possibly to North City on loan, James Garner to Nottingham. Uh, Ryan, when you look at those three players, uh, do you think they should all go out on loan? Should we hold somebody back? Uh, I like all three of those players. But, once again, kind of like uh, Pierre, uh, they do need playing time. Yeah, absolutely. And the guy who got the most playing time out of any of those guys, you know, first team minutes was Williams. And, you know, he did a hell of a job. But like PK was saying, we've got depth now in the wing backs. Uh, Diallo, I think he usually played on the wing. We've kind of got enough. And certainly James Garner is a midfielder, and that we probably have too much. But it's good to see those guys getting on prem sides, getting in good minutes, and hopefully uh, suit them well for the future. And PK, now there comes a point though where it's okay to loan, but if you look at like the business Chelsea's done, they they've uh, raised a heck of a lot of money just recently selling Tammy Abraham for forty million. Uh, do we have to start selling players? Uh, I, I hate to say this, but Phil Jones should we? I mean, I mean he's a hundred million dollar a player, but. Uh, and I know there's people are lining up, but I mean, do you think you should go ahead and try to try to send him on his way? What do you think? I am amazed that there is not a higher market for someone that's indestructible and can score goals. Mm-hmm. I, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, so I'm telling you. And so, and, and then when the MLS realize that how much they have to pay them, it's it's a thing. <laughs> like. I know I, he, he's another one of those guys. You're like, oh, he's still on the roster. All right. Well, and, and that that, but that's the frustration right now. Phil Jones, you guys, makes uh, sixty five thousand pounds a week, and that's why you can't sell him. We're going to have to take back salary on him for him to go somewhere. And right now, we're just not willing to do that. And so, you know, he, he kind of languishes around as the the what 
the fifth center back, the sixth center back, mm-hmm. uh, and you'll paint him behind McTominay and Fred. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, behind you know, Fred I, at center back. I mean, yeah. if you're gonna pay, and he's the type of guy he knows the English soccer game. You know, it's it's not bad to keep him around if you're gonna pay for him to go somewhere else. Like I. I I truly think he can teach the the younger center backs and you know academy guys what it takes to be in the EPL, even though he's too tall and slow and miserable at it. Well, right now he's oh. 29 years old, man. He should be kind of hitting his prime as a center back, but you definitely have Linda Lawton Baye in front of him. 29? So he, I thought we graduated high school together. Jesus. Well, I know, right? So I'm telling you, he's only 29, and so I mean, and, yeah, 29. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I know exactly, and so, but. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I guess now what it comes down to is uh, the boys are going to have to uh, – we're going to have to figure out how to pare the squad down. But um, I'm going to put you guys on the spot a little bit. This isn't in our show notes. Do you think United is going to sign any more players in the window, or do you think this is it? Uh, Ryan, we'll start with you. We like making last-minute signings, so it wouldn't shock me if we make one more. But I would think it's probably just going to be another player, just a squad player at best. PK, what do you think? I think we're done. I think uh, the way Ole has signed the, – the way I feel like the team's operating at this point, I think the players are deciding who they want to bring in to play with them. Um, you know, they're asking McGuire, who do you want as your, your fellow center back? We, we brought in Varane. Um, Sancho was always a target. We finally brought him in. I think we're we're done for the season. Um, I I think we have a core, and I like that. Uh, I think we're we're setting everything up, boys, to get Holland next season. I think that's really uh, what we're going to focus on. I'm really hoping Harry Kane goes to City, so that kind of knocks them out of that. That of course with City though, they just may buy every. Uh, every striker in the world, you know, that's just what they can do right now. There's no such thing as, uh, as financial fair play anymore. So, <laughs> side note, Sporting just tied the game in the 92nd minute of the Timbers game. So I'm glad I'm not in Kansas City right now. Glad you didn't go, PK. Anger. Glad you didn't go. Anger. Oh, man. So, Ryan, we're playing Southampton on Sunday. Uh, Southampton uh, lost to Everton 3 to 1. Uh, pro- sold probably their best goal scorer, Danny Inge, to uh, Aston Villa. Um, boy, I tell you what, they and that, that team pr- high presses and really gets mm-hmm. at, you know, at yes. St. Saint, at Saint Mary's. I think that's going to be a tough match. Uh, uh, what do you think about uh, James Ward-Prowse, boy? I mean, that, that kid's a quality player, isn't he? Yeah, he's a fantastic player. Take the free kicks. I mean, they've – They've still got a couple ballers on their team, but yeah, you're right. Danny Ings gone, Vestergaard gone. They're great center back that they have. Mm-hmm. I think they got Theo Walcott, Shane Long. I still still think plays for the team, but you said it right. They like to high press. And if the only negative that I could give from the Leeds matches, we still cannot play the ball out of the back. I don't know if anybody else noticed. We just uh, can't the, do it. Yeah, so you know, that's, that's, that's a great point. So mm-hmm. that's gonna be that's gonna be tough because they're gonna be down our throats. This is not the Southampton of three years ago. Um, that would play a little bit of a more shy game. They play rock and roll football and they high press, so it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a doozy. PK, uh, they just signed Adam Armstrong from Blackburn. 
uh, had a goal in the first match. It was a it was kind of a howler from Everton. They gave the ball away, uh, and then after that, Everton banged in three goals, which I was kind of surprised. You know when uh, you know when you have the fat waiter, you know running the show there. Uh, three goals is kind of a big deal at Everton. But uh, uh, what do you think here? Uh, you know they've signed some young players as well. Uh, how does United go into this match? Do you think Varane uh, really helps us out with that high press against that high press? I I don't think Varane plays in this game. To be honest, I you're in, it's going to be a complete opposite of what we saw last week. It will be a a team that doesn't want to play. They're gonna they're gonna back in and go for the counterattack. Um, they're the team that was competitive three seasons ago. Now they're just gonna hold on to stay alive. So they're gonna play for a tie and maybe. Maybe poach three, but I, I think as much fun as the Leeds game was because they play the high flying, everyone go soccer. You're going to see a, a tight, tight block on top of the fucking uh, top of the the box. <laughs> that, that's how frustrated. That's how frustrated I am with this game. Yeah, it is. I'm, it's they're they're going to play a four like maybe a four four two or a five three two. Just they're going to sit on top of this box. And, and they're not going to let us in, and that's where we struggle, and that's where my frustration from last season is, and in the one-one Timbers game is right now. Well, well although a quick point, go ahead. As long as we don't lose, we'll have broken Arsenal's unbeaten streak. Oh wow! Yeah. So from the Invincibles, on the road. On the road. No. Oh, road, road, road. Yeah, yeah okay. On the road. Right. Now. Well, come well, on. Hey, Jeez. when you start, when you start comparing records to Arsenal, just to stop. Oh, uh, man, that's <laughs> if it's di- not Invincibles, I don't want to talk about it. That's a whole different show, by the way. You know, and so, but, uh, uh, but uh, I will say this though: uh, Southampton signed uh, Armando Broja. He's an Albanian striker from Chelsea, 18 years old, a lot of quality. But boys, remember this name: Tino Lavramento. He's a wing from Chelsea, and they bought him straight out. And there's like a – man, I want to say like a $30 million buyback on this kid. And mm. I think he's going to play next week. So uh, so watch those guys when we play them on Sunday. Last point on Southampton, I want to get going. A uh, couple things, boys. First, is Southampton in the relegation conversation? PK, start with you. Yes. Two other teams. Who else is going down? I, I don't – I, I love Jeff Sargent. I don't think Norwich is sticking around. And uh, <laughs> Arsenal would just be funny. Oh, <laughs> oh they just signed hard, by the way, uh, on a permanent deal. And he's a nice player. But, uh, no, I would love that. So, Ryan, does Southampton <laughs> go down? Uh, they've been up 10 years now since mm-hmm. they last went down. Uh, but they're they're bleeding. They're They're just bleeding heavily right now. It's true. Yeah. I, and I they were know. so was... good for a season. A season. A season. Norwich 100% goes down. I do have to agree with that with PK. Others, God, I don't know. I mean, Brentford, I, who knows? Yeah, they beat Arsenal, but who cares? Anybody can. Yeah. We'll, you know, we'll see how they do. And just I've how... seen three vetted teams that can. Right. You need know, <laughs> to see how, you know, just difficult that is. Oh, God, put me on the spot, man. I can't pick a third. I don't know. Well, I'll I'll... tell you what, boys. Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool. Oh. I hate, game, sorry. <laughs> I hate to say it, guys. Uh, the uh, the ginger the ginger Moreno, 
uh, that's going to be a tall order in Burnley this year. I think that uh, that's going to be tough. Uh, they, they've lost some players, didn't really sign anybody. And also, uh, don't be surprised if Wolves. I think Wolves may go down. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. I mean, you're losing yeah. a great coach. Um, not I don't only want losing, him to go down. I know, but not only losing a great coach, but you're also losing uh, uh, that Raul Jimenez. He is not the same player anymore. That head injury was was gruesome. And, well, uh, yeah. we talked about this on Sunday. I'm like, if I broke my skull as a forward, you you can't go into plays. Like, it, there's a mental mindset where you're just blocked off from doing what you should do. And, and yeah, I saw the play. Coach, man. Coach. <laughs> uh, I know. I'm telling you. So, all right, guys. Speed round here. I'm going to give you uh, – uh, I'm going to throw a name or, a, or or something out there. You tell me something about it. We're going to go on to the next one. All right? So, start with you, uh, Ryan. We didn't talk about it. First, Messi to PSG. Do they win the Champions League? No, but biggest transfer ever in our lifetime, period. Uh, PK, Lukaku comes to Chelsea for $115 million. Uh, You look at a picture when he was at United – and he's at Chelsea right now. Somebody's got a hold of that guy's diet, man. He is trim and fit. Do you think he bangs in more than 20 goals this year? Absolutely not. He is the same goal-scoring savior as Morota. Ooh, ooh, harsh, mm. harsh, harsh. Come on, PK. Oh, uh, man. Man played well over there in Italy. Come on. In, in, in Italy. Give him a break. <laughs> Italy. Ryan, City falls to Tottenham as Harry Kane looks on. Harry Kane's brother is the worst agent in the history of the world. Prove me wrong. Yes. That's it. There's... <laughs> Poor Harry. Oh. And, and here's the thing, and all the you hear all the pundits and everything talking, nobody has a bad word to say about Harry professionally. Ever. Like he's the nicest man in football. So what a shame. What an absolute shame. PK is Graham Soundness like the, the worst commentator in the history of commentators. I'm not going to comment on that commentator. Okay. Mm. okay. Fair enough. <laughs> that being yes. said off the record, yes. Yeah, I know. Oh, my gosh, man. That was just terrible. What an idiot. What an uh, idiot. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ryan, should Phil Jones have gave up his number four for, 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 for Varane and given the number 19? Absolutely not. Give that number to nobody. It's Phil Jones. Phil jo- uh, testimonial this year, boys. Ten years of service. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, PK. Is uh, was Arsenal Fan TV the the best absolute meltdown in the history of Arsenal Fan TV meltdowns? The best thing I've seen in English football. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm telling you, they just lost their they just lost their mess, man. I'm telling you, I was watching that while Brentford was playing, but <clears throat> uh, Ryan was Brentford's fans singing. Hey, hey, Jude, at the end, one of the best moments of British football. Probably one of the better moments since Leicester won the league and watching them old men cry. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Leicester winning the league, uh, Bournemouth getting a a league win in their, you know, mm 8,000-seat stadium. Like, that's why they – there's – this was one of the best weekends of English Premier League soccer, and no, no ties, no draws, no draws, no draws. Mm-hmm. Seven, seven of the home teams won, 
and then Norwich, which lost to Liverpool, which you can't really count, you know, so that puts it to seven of nine home teams won. You know, getting the getting the fans back in there, oh my god. It, it was a different soccer experience all weekend. Boy, speaking of speaking of fans, did you see who was sitting behind Ole at the match? The was turbans, it you, Rhett? The turbans reappeared, baby. The turbans reappeared. Yeah. Our boys, our 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 boys from India, uh, the Manchester Zone, they were there rooting on the Reds, man. That was phenomenal. Uh, speaking of rooting on the Reds, PK, Cavani's got a new chant. I know we had to practice it. It's a lot, and I'm super excited for it. I can't do it right now. I, I hear you, man. But anytime you're talking about the number seven, El Matador, uh, boys, I'm telling you, man, uh, Ryan, uh, uh, PK, phenomenal. Uh, speaking of Ryan, uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan is an expert, guys, in young boys. Uh, and uh, Ryan, I want to mm. want to give us a young boys update, please. <sighs> The season is so far going well. Looks like they had a first leg victory over Vince Vinsaros. Never heard of the team. I'm not sure exactly where it's from. <laughs> heard it was a big crowd of about 850. But the young boys, they are. They will be yet again this year marching in Europe. So uh, talk to me in about three months, and I'll, I'll have an update, a European update. Uh, Speaking uh, Ryan, of which, Ryan our keeps boy, his boy, Ryan keeps his eye on young boys. I'm glad to hear that, Ryan. Thank you very much. All right. And then Darian BK. had his – our boy Darian Baez has coaching debut this weekend. Uh, ESPN has not updated the uh, third-grade CYC St. Louis. I haven't seen the score from the game, but uh look forward to hear back from there. I understand I tell you he, what. that he was at, he was doing a Roy Kinn impression too, guys. Uh, he was really getting mm. after those little third-grade girls. And I do have my girls. The, uh, the first game is this Saturday, the St. Rose Tournament. Up here in North oh, County, so that's a good gonna, one. It's oh, uh, it's going to be a barn burner. And I, and and uh, let me comment on that. Ryan plays a very odd configuration. He plays a one one eight. Everybody's up front, babe. I mean, they're they're, they're banging in the goals. But it's, you swear we're going to get ice cream. Right. Everybody's a forward, man. Uh, uh, PK, bring us home here, man. Uh, Norwich, we talked about him. Josh Sargent uh, in the EPL. Uh, St. Charles zone boy, just really happy to see that lad doing well. Well, what's crazy is I saw on Twitter, all the people that were bringing, uh, the, the fountain water out of St. Dominic high school, um, Josh Sargent and Tim Ream were both, uh, attendants of the St. Dominic high school in O'Fallon, Missouri, which crazy two EPL guys come out of the, uh, same school, Brian Higgins. I know you're not listening, but what happened to you? Um, it's 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 beautiful. Like I saw the kid play when he was 15, 16, 17. He, he he's one of the smartest soccer players I've ever seen, and the dude looks like a juggernaut out there. He's twenty one years old. I don't know how much he weighs right now, but he looks like Megatron on the field. He's going to do some crazy things for U.S. soccer. Um, congratulations, Josh, on your uh, EPL career. And uh, man, you're going to be fun to watch. Oh man, the most definitely, guys. 
that, and it's time for the end of the show. Those are the sounds of Manchester's own Stone Roses. I'm your host, Red Oldham, along with the rest of the crew, Patrick Kelly and Ryan Kazout. We'll be back next week for another version of the St. Louis Red Army podcast. We'll break down all things Southampton uh, from that match and all things Manchester United. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, glory, glory, Man United.